I have to agree with you when you said. Uh, now I forgot what you said, but I know that I agreed. <laughs> but with I know you. that I agreed with it. <laughs> you only said it a minute ago. But I four, four, four models. The lituation, lituation, lituation. We got him feeling some way, way. Cause you see, I go in the place totally. I gotta get myself together. It's a date. The super amazing restaurant show. This is, uh, what episode is this? 706. This is fucking episode 998, motherfucking. And we talk about wine. We're drinking wine. Only reds. So, yo, we got a, a very special episode today. Uh, it's going to be something that everybody wants to talk about. We're with uh, two of the youngest, most talented uh, wine professionals in Los Angeles, if not the country. Q Young Gunners. Uh, my name is Maxfield Schnee. I am the wine director for the Joseph Centeno Restaurant Group, so uh, Orsan Winston, PYT, Baca Mercat, Bar Ama, and Ledlow, respectively. Chill, 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 paparazzi, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> That's Schnee, not That is a very Schnee. sexy voice. It's Schnee, not is... Schnee. Shout out to Joseph Centeno and the whole group. Yeah. Uh, my name is Anthony Kailan. Uh, I am currently a, a freelance wine consultant as well as a wine rep for uh, Wine MC Squared. Woohoo! Yeah, natural wine book. <laughs> we have uh, Maxville Schnee slash Anthony Kalen slash Kailon slash What's up, boy? West Coast Ambassador of Bordeaux. What's up, boy? Shout out! So uh, if you drink Bordeaux, and you're on the West Coast, you're welcome. Doesn't, I think Jay-Z drinks that, right? Bordeaux and Burgundies, he says, or something like that. He's thankful. I think that's true. <laughs> he drinks a lot of Burgundy. You just came back from France or something like that. Yeah, I, was, uh, I, was, I traveled from Marseille in the south, uh, drove along the coast to Lang- the Languedoc, and then to Bouzet, into the Loire Valley. And uh, into Paris. How long were you? To Burgundy and then into Paris. Why why, why isn't your French better? (laughs) My French is terrible. It sucks. How do you you pick up on a girl in France? Like, give us an example. Good luck. I did not have time to do so. Uh, Uh, Seriously. You say you're Canadian. You have that locked and loaded. You don't just say you're from America. (laughs) This is true. uh, Right now, you don't say that you're American. Everybody just asks you, so, Trump. I'm like, I really don't want to talk about that (laughs) right now. So I should have said I was Canadian because Justin Trudeau, everybody loves that man. What are we drinking on right now, by the way? Uh, We just drank some cider from Switzerland. Arjun was saying it it tasted like apple farts. It did. it smells like apple farts. It tastes like apple farts. It tastes like apple farts. There's an aftertaste there that tastes like, <laughs> like sex. There was a... There's uh, a <laughs> it reminds me of a time in culinary school where we had wine class. <laughs> we had sex? That's a strong no, segue. No, no. So like in, cu- in culinary, culinary school. school, this is when I knew I could never be a sommelier, right? Because we're in this room and we're all tasting wines, right? And like, you know, like, oh, rich oak. And I'm like... I, s- I smell feet. <laughs> and my, te- my, my, my chef at the time, she was like, Alvin, take this shit seriously. And I'm like, you guys are all being honest. You smell oak in this? I don't smell any of that shit. I smell a fucking bottle that smells moldy, and it tastes like feet. 
it's that's totally fair. It was the hardest class I ever took in culinary school. When I was, I had to take the same wine class in, in culinary school as well. It was three weeks long, and I was 19 when I took that class. People in my class were like, "What do you What do you smell?" I'm like, oh, "I smell wet rocks." Uh, I smell. It smells like grass. Smells like the ocean. Grandfather's jacket. You, you spit. You get to. I mean, the mothballs you're, this inside. One of, of like one of two jacket. places where you can taste wine under the age of 21 for Where's academic purposes. Uh, Cornell, I think, is the other place. Oh, cool. Okay, so uh, it's a small cool. school, Cornell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tiny one. Boutique school. They have like exactly. a government. <laughs> it's it's weird because I mean I, everyone tastes different things in everything, and I think it's kind of dumb to just. But us. can you sense the bullshit, guys? Yes. 100%. Yeah? Okay. 100%. Is there a lot of bullshit? 100%. There's a lot okay, of bullshit. Okay, because I think there's a lot of bullshit. More than there is not, there is bullshit. There's more uh-huh. bullshit than that. Uh-huh. Here's a question. Here's a question. Uh, and I always... <laughs> that's that's that Schnee, motherfucker. So, so I'm exactly. I'm pronounced Schnee. Guys, <laughs> I wear a black beanie, black shirt, black sweatpants everywhere I go. Boom. And when I go to a nice restaurant yeah. and I order a bottle of wine, first I take a snapshot of the wine uh, list and send it to my brother. He tells me what to order. Boom. Just so, sometimes you guys bully people when opening and then giving them the taste. Kind of like, you don't know what the fuck you're, you're, about, to, you're about to do right now, so no. I'm just going to do it just for formality. No, fuck that. Because no, no. sometimes I feel like I've, that's the situation. I've been bullied. I've yeah. been bullied. I've I been don't 17. doubt that that's happened to you, but yeah. that's not something. But that's that, not something any no. wine professional should ever do. Your no. first and foremost duty is hospitality. Describe, yes. Describe, thank you. Thank you. Describe why we do that. Guests are like, guests are like, <laughs> when they come in, it's almost, you know, they're hungry, they're tired, and a lot of times they're thirsty, and where you don't know they had a shitty day that day, right. or they had a super hard time parking, it's downtown Los Angeles for the love of Christ, yeah. um, but you know nothing about their, their, their plight, let's say, um, but the, the, the number one role, just like Anthony was saying, of, of us uh, is to immediately make them feel comfortable. A lot of people feel just super vulnerable when they sit down and then you throw at them a bunch of terminology they've never heard of in their whole life, let alone, like you were saying before, wet rocks, tennis balls, fresh cut garden hoses, all this bullshit. I must say, man, um, I've been to Orson Winston uh, about four times now and uh, I love wine and Mm. you make it so comfortable for myself and my girlfriend <laughs> for you. us to order wine. Mm. Yeah. So um, I love that in places. So I, the first time I went to Orson and Winston, we sat at the bar and uh, Max was taking care of us. And we're like, yo, this is kind of what we want to taste and this and that. And he's poured us something. And we're like, you know, maybe something like this. And he goes, cool, I got something else. And, you know, it was like the first one of rare psalms that didn't kind of or like roll his eyes yeah. or like I felt like fuck, this guy's doing me a favor right now. Like, he was so, like, into yeah. it. Like, oh, shit, let me get this guy what he wants. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I feel like that's key. It's, it's yeah. not so much us in, in kind of imposing our tastes on you yeah. as much as us finding what we have in our wheelhouse yeah. that will please you the most. Yeah. and then after, pleasure. Yeah. And then after uh, we got that first wine in, mm-hmm. uh, we had a glass of it each. And we were having such a good time, and then he kind of knew what, where we wanted to be at. Yeah. And then we were just cruising the whole night, and he was pouring us this, pouring us that, and everything was just like, yo, this is awesome. Yeah. And because of that, we've been there three more times, Bravo. and we've sat at the same seat, and we've, and I mean, like, it's, a, it's like 100 bucks per person to eat there, and it's because we feel so comfortable to go there. So we thank appreciate you for that. that. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a pleasure having you, as it always yeah. is. As yeah. guys, legends. order wine, man, because yeah, the, yeah. the experience with wine and food is, like, next-level shit. Like, I can't go and eat a good dinner without ordering wine anymore 
because of the feeling I get in my mouth when I'm having a really great glass of wine per, per, paired perfectly with my food. Don't be intimidated. Like, it's another level. That's why it costs a little bit more, but it's another level in food. And, like, I think that, like, most people are like, oh, they just want to get boozed up, and that's nah. the reason why they, they drink wine. But no. since my brother has been in this world, my world was rocked because I'm fucking eating and drinking lovely. You know what I mean? And it's not no. the same anymore. Shout Anthony spice. for always giving us the best. <laughs> uh, so when I used to work at Bestia, what would break my heart is when I'd see someone drinking a Negroni with their Cavatelli Alla Norcina. Guilty. <laughs> Drink Negroni. It's, it's one of party those. Sodas. Anymore. Anymore. Party sodas. Anymore. Party sodas. Absolutely break my heart. Like that dish in itself is spectacular. <laughs> and with the right glass of wine could absolutely elevate your experience. The Negroni is just like you drink that before your meal, I think. That's, you're only supposed to drink a Negroni before, before your meal. Before or after, either one. But with, with a beautiful bowl of pasta like that, you're just going to overpower everything Dude. that you're about to What does it take to, to be in your position? I feel like a lot of people are uh, very curious as to what a psalm has to go through to be a psalm. Well, there's, I think, many different answers from different people. But 100%. for me, it's uh, giving someone the best possible experience they can possibly get with wine without intimidating them. And I think the best way to get to that position is working with reputable wine lists or wine shops, working, starting as a busser or a runner, and eventually working with, your, with that wine list, with that wine director or a sommelier from that restaurant, and just tasting through. Ta whatever is available to taste, taste it. Like, don't be afraid of any wine. Don't say, I don't like red wine. I don't like white wine. Taste everything that matter. you possibly can. And for me, I, so I am a person who does tend to lean more towards natural wines, but I do drink most wines. What's a natural wine? Uh, so that is a very difficult thing to, to answer. But, but you're a good person to ask. Uh, in, in, my, in my realm and what I think, there are wines that do taste like that, but not all natural wines taste and look like kombucha. Um, for me, natural wine is a wine that is farmed organically, biodynamically, um, minimal intervention in the cellar, uh, and basically letting the grape or grapes shine through without the overuse of oak or without too much sulfur. Um, I'm not anti-sulfur, I drink a lot of Riesling, um, but to me, a really good natural wine can just be that grape really, really shining through. And I think uh, the place where you can find the best natural wine is probably Beaujolais, because uh, Gamay, I think, in terms of the natural realm, really shines the best. Well I, I consider it a lot like, uh, I consider it a lot like makeup. Uh, <clears throat> all the frills, bells and whistles you can add to a wine that in certain cases and when used in certain capacities can really uh, accent the, the core product there and translate as a phenomenal uh, drinking experience in the end. But a lot of times, as I'm sure we've all seen sitting at this table here, makeup can be done uh, to an overwhelming extent yes. and really, really ruin yes. who it's on top of or who it's sitting on top of or who it's supposed to benefit. Uh, and pillows. Exactly. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Your pillows, my wine, absolutely. Absolutely. But, but that, that, that's kind of how I look at it. So it's, it's ultimately can be used for good, but all too often, unfortunately, is used in, in just devastating amounts. Either pesticide use or whether it happens in the vineyard or in the cellar, but... It just gets it just gets treated too much. It wants wine wants to become exactly what it is, and grapes want to ferment from the sugars they're in and the natural yeast, and everything is already there and good to go. It's just it needs a, sl a slight and gentle push, but sometimes yeah. it fortunately gets pushed over the cliff. I like that. 
I really like that. I'm glad. Glad you like that. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you a question. So, and correct me if I'm wrong. Let me finish my statement. Tell Absolutely me, tell not. me what's good. Okay. We're gonna interrupt you. As so you I go to a restaurant and I'm with a, I'm with a date. Okay, and uh, she wants to drink a type of wine. Okay, she wants to drink something sweet and dry at the same time. Yes. And it's the song comes over. How can I help you? This and that. What we'd like to drink. I want something sweet and dry. You know, this and that. Blah blah. He goes, okay, well. The, he was like, well, that doesn't exist. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it was at a very re- reputable restaurant, and he goes, well, that doesn't exist. So uh, do you want to try something else? So, I mean, like, if he said one more thing, it would kind of, as a, as a guy with a date, it would kind of make me have to say something like, hey, man, you know, kind of ease up. Ease up on her. She's, we're having a dinner, this and that. But, you know, she was a strong girl, so she went at it again. She goes, well... I want to drink something that's sweet and crispy and maybe a little dry. And he goes, okay, well, let me, let me try this. And he like leaned in and he goes, my, it's my pleasure. And I followed my eyes with him as he walked away from us. And he walked away. He's shaking his head. Smirk, shook his head, it's looked at another server and was like, what a fucking moron. You know what I mean? And I witnessed the entire thing. She did not. And um, I mean, what, what do you guys think of that? And I know you guys go through, you meet a lot of guests. I mean, Alvin, Knuckle, and myself have spoken about guests that kind of piss us off too. But I mean, that's one of those things where I think any hospitality professional will tell them the truth, but in the nicest way possible, not that doesn't exist. Yeah. It's more like the word dry means not sweet. Uh, and so it, do you want something that is sweet or do you want something that's not sweet? So then you ask that and then you get to try to figure out what wine they want from there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the key is to not make them feel bad because you are still taking their money. 100%. You're taking their money. I mean, if you want to talk shit about them behind their back in the break room like everybody else, go for that's it. That's my favorite gym exercise. Because that's, yeah, that's, that's like if you've seen the movie Waiting, Naomi in that movie where she's smiling at the <laughs> guests, the she's the second smiling she at the, the guest being the most hospitable waitress <laughs> you could ever have, turns around with like the utmost anger. Uh, that is most of us, I think. But it's being able to hide that is what really makes you a great hospitality and professional, just in general. So I'm looking at you guys. Well, right well, well I actually care. Yeah, well, I, I mean that too. There's I people that absolutely that actually that care, that but don't, I that, yeah, <laughs> that don't think everyone's a fucking dick. I mean, like, I hang out with my friends that are accountants, doctors, and lawyers. Okay. And I'm like, I say it as a yeah, joke. Yeah, you're Indian. I say it as, like, yeah, I'm Indian. <laughs> All my friends are fucking. My, fr- my, my best friend I grew up with, Puji, shout out to Puji. He's fucking like some big finance guy. And I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. And he'll look at me like I'm an idiot. But when he goes to restaurants, I look at him like he's a fucking idiot. So, I mean, like. But at the same time, I think, I think also part of our job being hospitality professionals is to say, whether you're SOM or, or server or chef, is to say, okay, I'm obviously an expert, and I know that uh, sweet and dry is like, that's a juxtaposition. But maybe what they mean is they want something with a little bit of sugar that has some, like, tannic value. Yeah, you just got to find out what they mean. Like a dry mouthfeel or something. There could be interpreted in many, many 
yeah. I was going to say, th th they're trying to operate in a world which makes them feel very uncomfortable. And you kind of just got to put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. It makes them feel very uncomfortable. This would be like me stepping into like a, a surgical theater and being like the pulmonary artery yeah. of embolism and the da da da. I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? Yeah. Uh, and I have no business being here. And I would hope that a the doctor jugular. would. Jugular. Exactly. The <laughs> medulla oblongata. The medulla. No, but I would hope that a doctor wouldn't look at me like I'm retarded if I was trying to explain to him yeah. what I'm feeling. You know what I mean? If yeah. I can't put it into terms that he understands yeah, medically, I, you know, I that he get that school. all every time I tell him that burgers are okay. Yeah, dude, doctor, the burger's fine. It's, it's chill. okay. It's uh, chill. I could eat a burger. It's fine. <laughs> and he's like, no, you can't. I'm like, no, 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 no. The burger's fine. I, I'm a professional. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this is what I do. This is what I do. <laughs> so, guys, I'm, I'm about to unleash the beast. I'm um, looking at you guys. You guys aren't wearing your pins. What's what's really good though? Uh, and if you uh, let me clarify that, I mean sommelier pins. I, I don't have Anthony. Would one you like to take the floor? I don't have one of those. Um, I personally don't want one. Uh, I think people who work hard and just have a lot of experience are more valuable than a piece of metal on your lapel. Nothing against the court of master sommeliers. This is just not for me. Masters? That's, <laughs> that is the organization. So we're talking about... That is the organization. Yin and yang, right? Because this guy, this guy is doing it. Right? I am. Well, are you doing the master song? I'm I, okay. Let, let's not get carried away. Let's <laughs> not get carried away. Level two right now. Let's not get carried away. Precisely. What do, what do we okay. really need to know? What do we, Anthony, do we are you still level two? There. So I have nothing against. The court of master sommeliers. He's repeated that three times now. I don't have anything. I just want to go it. on record. But I don't want one mainly because, from my experience, from seeing people with master sommelier pins and their wine lists, it's horrendous. There are. What is it driven by? Money. It's driven by money, and so in terms of like music, selling out. It's like imagine Chance the Rapper signing with a huge label. That's to me. So you're Chance the Rapper. I am not Chance the Rapper. <laughs> oh, so, so you're signing well, a good music then, right yeah. now. <laughs> well, thank I mean, you for Kanye for believing it's a Chance the Rapper. Thank you, SoundCloud. Chance the Rapper thank is pretty SoundCloud. cool. I will yeah, say. Yeah, he shout out SoundCloud. So for all, all you motherfucking haters so out there that have been telling us to go over to iTunes, Chance the Rapper says shout out to SoundCloud last night. When, chance the Rapper no doubt listens true. to this podcast. He There's just that. no way he doesn't. He yeah. absolutely does. But it's Chance listens to this shit for sure. There are a lot of sommeliers with the pins that I absolutely admire and I do respect. But at the same time, it's expensive. And I think there are other ways to prove that you are knowledgeable about wine besides being able to cover your eyes, smell a glass, and this is what that is. Because I personally am in the camp of don't stereotype every grape because Pinot Noir can be different anywhere in the world. Chardonnay can be different anywhere in the world. Riesling is very different anywhere in the world. And to not just assume that all Rieslings from the Mosul smell like the Rieslings from the Mosul or all Napa Cabernet smells like Napa Cabernet. They don't all smell the same. That's kind of the beauty of one is that it's all different. Definitely. That there's so much diversity. I think that there is other ways of uh, proving your intelligence and your level of professionalism. Do you feel that's because... The wine world is changing. The wine, wine making, wine, the wine industry is changing. I, I mean, like that, that you feel uh, validated or verified in, in being that without pin punk rock psalm. For me, it, I look at it from the culinary standpoint. 
if you're going to be a chef, you don't have to go to culinary school. So if you're going to be a sommelier, why do you have to be going through the Corps de Master Sommeliers? I don't, I see people, if you work hard enough, you can get to any position you want. Almost. I, I agree with him almost 100%. <laughs> uh, but, but certainly in that it's not something that is vital, especially yeah. today. Um, and especially in the city of Los Angeles, where it's almost more of a, of a scar than, than like something of, uh, of, of, of respect or something to, to brag about or boast about or anything like that. Um, but that's, that's just, that's, I feel like a separate topic. Maybe we'll get there. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I feel like it's, I, I utilize it more like, because yeah, exactly like you said, you know, you don't need to go to culinary school to be a chef. A lot of people, especially in this city, have, have proven that. Uh, and in certain markets, I feel like it's less desirable <clears throat> or less necessary, let's say, to have something like that as a, a as a something on your CV, you know, that you can post like, well, I have this, and so this is just this is to tell you what all these other people who I have worked with in the past could tell you now, but maybe you don't know those people. So here I have this thing, here I have this thing, right, right, to like show you and tell you that I know this much now. The whole idea of blind tasting, I think, insofar as its ability to be used on the floor of a restaurant, which is the most uh, important and dear to my heart place for me personally, not for everybody. Um, but insofar as being able to blind taste on the floor, I mean, it's a cool kind of like a, 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 it's a skill skill yeah. set. Yeah, for sure. But I'm, I mean, I've never gotten into a position or a conversation with any variety of guests wherein they've asked me, it's okay, so let's, impressive. let's do this, let's do this right now. <laughs> but it's uh, so impressive though. Like it's, I mean, it is, it's very yeah, it is, yeah. it is, but it's all together. It's exactly like Anthony said, it's entirely unnecessary. What I appreciate about the court and ultimately the reason why I've chosen to pursue it. And then not, and I'm not, that's why I stopped you when you were saying you're going to do your master. I'm not uh -huh. saying I'm going to go that far, uh, even at this point, although I won't Put I won't say never to anything, um, but what I use it for is the uh, education that right. it, that is provided there, and it's kind of you, you are kind of forced to have, and it's it's ironic that we kind of segued from the last topic into this one because I feel like the purpose of the court, at least in all of the classes and tastings that I've been to and meetings for things like that, is it, it's it's service based. This is why I chose the court over Witset, right. which is another one which is a little bit more for uh, off premise. Uh, sales like wholesale stuff, wine trade, you know, on a large scale, not like in the restaurant serving John and Jane Doe right. uh, on their night out when they ask for something dry and sweet simultaneously, precisely. Yeah. And so I feel like the uh, the the education that is provided lends a hand to. It's kind of like just like just college in general. A lot of careers now don't necessarily require that. Now, as a prerequisite, you know, now does it help or does it assist you? Yeah, for sure. Does it hinder you? If you get put on the table with uh, the same exact person as you with the same level of experience and one has this certification or one has a college degree and one doesn't, odds are the business is going to go for the one with the college degree, just blindly judging you there. Um, yeah, I but, mean, like, as a restaurateur, it's like, it's hard, right? Because I, I know my brother, so I will trust his, his work. 100%. Because I've seen his work ethic. But if you, if I didn't have him yeah. in my life, uh, if I'm investing half a million, a million dollars into a seller, yeah, <clears throat> having that pin is kind of important for me because it's like, well, this guy's gone through the, the legwork of doing this, um, and I think it's an uphill climb for those who don't want to, in respect to the people who want to sell out, right? Like it's harder to sell out. If you don't have that pin, yeah, 
right? Because that's exactly what he was saying. Like, you know, like if you're AEG and you're investing, you know, half a billion dollars in the new chain restaurant and you want someone to develop their wine list that's going to be in 150 cities across the world. It's going to be harder for someone who doesn't have that certification to get that gig. Definitely. But who wants that is the person who wants to sell out, which is to your point. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Just wanted to get that clear because, you know, I love watching Psalm. It's one of my favorite documentaries. Oh, I got to ask you a question. <laughs> what do you guys think of Psalm? <laughs> have you guys seen Psalm? The question hey, is, hey, can you spell tennis balls? The question is, have you seen Psalm? So have you seen Psalm? Have you seen the movie Psalm? Have you seen that Netflix documentary? Have you seen that Netflix documentary? So I know what you do. I've seen this documentary called Psalm. So I know Netflix. everything you about it? you at this point. And it's, I'm just, that's, that is a very specific part of the wine it's industry, like, yes. I have seen it. I have seen it. I think. I think. Did it change your life like it did mine? I think. Uh, I think every everybody who works in be this profession has seen that movie. I'm going to be a psalm. I watched it two weeks ago. I've got really drunk and told my brother that I'm going to go for the pin certification. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it, Anthony. I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. I don't give a fuck it. what you say. I'm going to do you it. You can't stop me. <laughs> and he just looked at me. He's like, "Oh, you dick!" <laughs> like. You're not. You're not serious. No, he's not. You're not serious. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I got a lot to learn from from both of you guys before I even think of that. Yo, I want to ask a question. I'm yeah. going to throw it out there. The do's and don'ts of ordering wine from a sommelier, not from your server, from a som. What about when I call the som over? And Just I don't snap 15, your fingers. If you snap your fingers, if you snap your fingers, you're you're going. That's but that's the big that's, that's no no. Life Just rule. don't snap at but, us. No no no. So what if I ask my server? No, or no, no, don't I don't need the sign. Song. Don't signal check. Don't I yeah. with, the, with the finger with the I'm signing the signs. I don't. Oh, like are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready now? Yeah, exactly. I like that. I like that <laughs> when people do can. that. You can't can't deal. They're saving me like five steps to and five steps back. So what about when I when I call the psalm over? And I spend uh, like 10, 15 minutes talking about wine, trying to figure out exactly what bottle I want to order. And then I order the house, the glass, the red glass. That's what we're there for. Yeah, seriously. That's, that's, what that's we're, literally no, seriously. the job. That is literally Give what we get paid. Give me something controversial, man. No, there's, that's literally what we get paid to do. If you want to talk to us for 15 minutes about wine, that's literally why we're there. Yeah, I would so rather what, talk to you for 15 even minutes if it is, about wine even if you end up with most things. Even if you end up with <laughs> just the glass. Things. Than most things. Even if you end up with just a glass. Yeah. 100%. It's perfectly fine. Do people order cocktails from you? <laughs> they have. It doesn't bother me because our, the, the Bestie cocktail program was amazing. Killer. Killer. You guys, you guys shout out to Aluji all the time, so. Shout, shout out, out to Aluji. Oh, that's I think Aluji sweet. got one shout out. That's the second one. That's all he's going to get. Oh, really? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Fuck you. For the record, that was Arjun. It's well deserved. boo-boo. It's well deserved. That's big. That's why. He's a good man. He's a great man. Great mind. Great mind. Great mind. Hilarious so what are, mind. So what are some of your pet peeves as songs? You must have something. There must be something. For me, it's, it's, not, it's just a way of thinking. I think it's just an all-around closed-mindedness when it comes to wine that I, that I personally don't enjoy so much. It's uh, the I don't like, I don't like, I don't like this. I don't drink champagne. It gives me headaches. Like it's uh, stereotyping a whole genre where there's so many options, that makes me really sad. 
And uh, I don't like Riesling. Like, that one hurts me. Riesling is so good. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, and, and I get it. There's, like, an aversion to sugar in, uh. in the city of Los Angeles, I feel like. Like, people are afraid of things that are sweet, which somehow makes it less classy, I think, is what it it's is. Not, make you fat. not necessarily not good. I think it's just less classy. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Because when, um, so I did my level one. And my whole thing was like... You did your level one? You yeah. waited until now to say that? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, you did? Yeah. Isn't level, was it part level of your one's the school? easiest fucking shit ever? It, okay, but nevertheless... I did it like... I did it you dropped $500 and you went and you took the no, two-day class. No, actually, this shout out to that? O&B. They paid they for paid it. They paid for it! It's awesome. So, so even for me, it was like it is. You know, when someone is that literally what's called? (laughs) When we were when we were first opening with Mosh and we were going through the wine list, uh, Mm. sorry, the beer list. Okay, okay? this was Arjun and I. We love to drink like Corona and Height and Light and fucking Bud Light. These are all delicious beers, by the way. Yes, they are, (laughs) especially the sun when it's hot. Hundred percent. All for it. But I also uh, had spent a lot of time just venturing off and, and drinking ambers and reds and, and, and just going through everything, IPAs, double IPAs, pale ale, session, blah, 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 blah right? Um, and actually studying beer, and that was part of the level one. And when we were first writing the beer list, Arjun was like, nope, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with IPAs. I don't do that hoppy stuff. I, nope, I don't do it. It's bitter. And I was like, yo, man. You just, we just need to find the one that you like. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. You know, so exactly when, when someone, my wife, who at the time was my girlfriend, was like, I don't drink red wine, I only drink white wine. For me, it was like, no, let's find the red wine that you like. And Boom. it was juicy and fruity and... Life-changing. Yeah. It had a Kool-Aid man on the front. And now she drinks red it's, wine? It's <coughs> but just, now she drinks red. It's just the finding the, the right yeah, one for exactly. you. But there's a prisoner on it. But there's a prisoner. Oh, that was the $93 bottle. <laughs> the prisoner. The prisoner. Whole Foods Life. Look at his face. Look at his face. He's trying not to talk shit. He's trying not to talk shit. This is what I've been Talk about the prisoner for, right please. now. I fucking love the prisoner. Talk about the prisoner. I know I'm, you hate it. I am not. He's got Dave Finney tattooed Stop on his chest. So right here. My whole thing is to get people to taste and drink smaller production wines and support smaller farmers. Because that's exactly who they are. They're but small people farmers. people are scared to drink that shit because they don't know it. And it's, then when they go to a restaurant with people who know it, besides you guys, they're fucking snobs. I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart. When I go to restaurants and I'm with a date and I'm with a friend, like, yo, I know how to deal with a snob. I know how to deal with an asshole. I deal with them all the time. Why don't you name drop right now? Let me just push those people out yeah, of our city. Yeah, I, I want to know. Who's honestly, making you feel this way? I don't think do when, it. Honestly, when we go out to eat, I don't 100%. think we deal with the same... If we are dealing with the same people, I want to know who they are. Don't do I was going to say, Los Angeles is I'm very privileged to have a just great meeting number it, of people. But it's at some of, some of your favorites, some of restaurant my favorite names. restaurants. Restaurant oh, there we go. That's, a, that's a more politically correct fashion of going about it. Some of yours are some of my favorite. So, so the reason why Anthony, I'm just going to poke at this. The reason why Anthony does not like The Prisoner is because since fucking 1992, it's tasted the same. It's also chemical. chemical like, actually, you're talking about makeup before. We, we actually did do a taste test uh, last year at the shop, uh, and it's shockingly uh, similar to another bottle of wine that we had on the shelf. It's apparently so. Steve Mathiason actually makes Ooh, his wines. Shout out to Mathiason wines. Shout makes out to Mathiason. Prisoner, 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 I love you, prisoner. Yeah. Steve, Steve Mathiason <laughs> is. Shit, Steve Mathiason is prisoner one of, to me, one of the most important winemakers in California. Concurred. And Concurred. 
he makes his wines inside of Orrin Swift's winery. That's where he makes it. That's where he makes, where the prisoner's made is where he makes his wines. And so from what I was told is that Orrin Swift is going with the times and are doing lower extracted wines. And I mean, that's great. I think that's awesome. But at the same time, Steve Mathiasen's also making Steve wine. Ma- Why would you just buy that? Or Brock Sellers or Brea. The Brea. So you're saying that you can get the same flavor profiles in a smaller production wine. And it's cheaper. Boom. What do you and say about that? Can I say something? So I went to Silver Lake Wines, Ooh, and I was helped by a gentleman <laughs> by the name of Jasper. Okay, Jasper. I Dixon. will not forget his name because he's a fucking G. So I walked in there with my girlfriend, and I'm like, yo. Shout out to Jasper Dixon. I'm like, yo, I want to talk to you. And he goes, what's up, brother? What you need? Just, I want to oh be real God, with you. We like the prisoner. We want to drink some. Real, we want to drink some real good shit. What you got? And he goes, "What's your budget?" I'm like, hundred bucks, five bottles." He goes, "Let's go." Uh, he what? said, "Let's go." That's and then it, it was the game best. over. It's a we brilliant bought story. five because bottles of beautiful red wine for ninety eight dollars, and everything tasted delicious. But what's commendable is that I got I got to be transparent, not judged, yeah. transparent, and it was just like treated like a fucking. That is, I mean, to me, that's the beauty of going to a really good wine shop. Uh, Domain LA, my former employer. Um, honestly, people come in all the time asking for... That's where for, you got your MBA, bro. That's where I got my MBA. 100%. But people would come in and they'd ask for a specific name brand of wine and I would try my hardest to find them uh, a wine that I think is better and is usually cheaper. That's a fun game. So, Absolutely. You know, so Opus it's like one. Parallel but better. Oh, whoa. I've never had Opus One. Alvin drinks it all so the how time. How much does Opus One cost? Is that like $300 right, right, right now? No, I was going to say oh. new ones. <laughs> yeah, like new ones Retail, like $300. Retail, retail. that high. Uh, outside. <laughs> so That's absurd. I, I, so Opus One, okay. Yeah, let's let's some, what's some wines that we can ball out. Opus one is three hundred something dollars now retail for newer vintages of that one. Check the price. Bullshit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I you can find uh, bottles of Cabernet Sauvignon that are absolutely delicious for that sweet spot of eighty to ninety dollars as opposed to three hundred. <coughs> Maya Comis Maya Comis is one of those wines that you can find, and they're like 60 bucks. Why you can get a bottle of wine because it's named, why is Vuv Clicquot so expensive? It's Vuv because, not expensive. yes, it is. Ever talk about it is, like, because, <laughs> it's just, it's a, look, no, look, what, is it, is it still special if you get it at a CVS? You can get Vuv Clicquot at a CVS. Does it it's still true. make it special? It's it's you live in Beverly Hills at a nice, at a nice CVS. Okay, has Wiz Khalifa made a song about your champagne? I don't think so. And that's Next question, Anthony. And that's fine. Look, it's my whole thing. And again, is trying to support the little guy. Hundred percent. That's the whole thing. You know, I, I, I think it's good to be able to have those reference points See, in I terms think, of the big name brands. I think we got but, something here. Like you should, some someone should do that. Where on their on their Instagram, they should be like, "Yo, you like this shit? Try this shit." Try That's this shit. It. Try this shit. New Instagram page it's coming there. out called the Super it's Amazing there. Wine Page. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Done. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now because there's so many fucking wannabes out there. No, Who that's a fucking wine. amazing thing. Yeah. But I have to say, I, I, I agree with Anthony. And open your mouth called the other guy. <laughs> I agree with him 100%. Guy. Because 
because it is about supporting little and local, yeah, right? Yeah, we we, I mean, we yeah, do this, we do this in our kitchens all the time. Yeah. We do this on our floor all the time. And that's, that to me is what pisses me off about certain restaurants. Um, they're focusing on a menu that is from the farmer's market. It is small production stuff high quality product and then their beverage program does not reflect what they're serving in the kitchen. The same dogma. And it blows my mind yeah, that there's no, there's no there's no continuity there. Oh. It's it for me the best restaurants are the ones that focus on beverage, service and food all of it together. Uniform. I love that. Absolutely. That's what we're doing at, at, at PYT, really. That's what we did it from the ground up, of course, this overused idea of, of, uh, of local uh, farmer's market stuff and things coming from the, the farm and whatnot and being put directly on the table. We were trying to think of how to compose a wine list that would not only uh, kind of amplify everything that's on the table, but also emulate uh, exactly what we were talking about, the same philosophy, the same dogmas. So what are we drinking right now? Because this uh. is this is pretty obscure. Yeah, so I haven't tastes had like kombucha. Like this. So this is uh, this is from a winemaker in Australia called uh, named uh, Patrick Sullivan. Um, he is a. This is the first time I think these have been brought in to California, imported by uh, our homie Amy Atwood. Um, oh, shout out to Amy the Yo, Eno. Uh, no, what am I talking about? The rosé. Yeah, Eno. Yeah, Eno. And the cri- the, yeah. the crop died. Yeah. Those are so good. Oh, yeah. mind blowing! How good was that rosé? It's because Amy Atwood's the shit. Yeah, she's Dude, the best. The wines are really good. She is one of my one of my top five. Amy, what employers. up? Take a second. Um, but this one, Google it. This one, this wine is called <laughs> this wine is called Bonkers. Um, exactly that. It's because it's exactly that. It is a wine made from. Gamay, Pinot Noir, and Malbec. Sounds weird. Um, but it smells like there's Muscat. Do you... It kind of smells like Muscati. Okay, I can see where you're going that? with that. Like, I don't know. It's a non-vintage wine. Yeah, there's zero context to, and, be, to be applied to yes, this. Yes, I have... Honestly, I, 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 I asked about the... I asked about where's the cool Australian stuff that I saw on Instagram yeah. from Domain LA, and I went yeah. in, and I got it, and I drive, and I'm drinking it now. It smells and, and even feels That's a lot really more like cool. a beer than a wine. It, it really looks does. like two for ten fruit punch minute made Alabama. I would agree. I was gonna say it reminds me of a berry sour. What it looks uh, like is your mixture of Alvin, made premium juice. Alvin, and, uh, do you mind telling <laughs> Alvin, do you mind uh, mind telling the, the people out there what uh, you we are sipping on? We're sipping on Patron and Minute Made Premium Fruit Juice. Okay. Tropical uh, punch. Tropical punch. It's 100% natural flavors. 100% natural flavors. 7%. Shout seven out to Luigi for the Minute Made. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it does say <laughs> made with real fruit juice and an exclamation mark point. 7% fruit Calories, calories, calories. If I'ma calories, talk, calories. I'ma talk, I'ma keep it real. Me and my boys and my boys, we will split a pill. Noodles and bugs, my boys and I love Pacific Dining Car. So we're going, we're going after this, brother. <laughs> cancel all your points. Cancel your plans. Uh, and Trust me, cancel Also, that's where all the major fucking business decisions happen. <laughs> it's top 10 most powerful restaurants. The staple, in the like, like the Staples Center was finalized at Pacific, Pacific Dining Car. Probably like 4 in the morning. Yo, yeah, yo, training day. Yeah, training day. They determined that Denzel yeah, needed did. to go. I bet you O.J. Simpson was, you know, pretty much given a not guilty four days before the actual trial at, at Pacific, Pacific Dining Car. Dining car. <laughs> Las Vegas was probably designed at, at, at Pacific, Pacific Dining Car. Dining car. car, 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 car.